Do you ever just sit? Sit? And, <laughs> I'm yeah. sitting right no, now. But do you ever just sit and just think about space? And just... The final frontier. No, not that so much. Like, I'm talking real space. And just I think do, there's actually. so much out there that we've <clears throat> never, ever even will ever oh. know about. And how do cameras get the the shots of all the stuff well, that's like I a bajillion light years com- away? Compound cameras, so they uh, magnify very, 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 very uh, out there. I want one. That's the term. I want one to see inside my body. Okay. Uh, check this out. Go to YouTube, since you brought this up, about space. Okay. It's called, the, it's Kurzgacht or something like that. Kurtzgott, Kurtzgott, something like that. I don't know. Uh, it's it's called that in a nutshell. That word in a nutshell. Okay. They have a bunch of videos that are informative and educational. And they're animated. They're it's a German page, but an Englishman does the narration, and it's really cool. It's really cool. Check it out. I believe you. It's really no. Check it out. They got videos I'm okay. on. Okay, I will after they, the show. I, I've been watching them. I watched one about gamma ray bursts and how that could basically cook us right now. We could be sitting here right Maybe now. Maybe we're cooking it, right now. No, it could it could happen right this instant and we'd be gone in an instant. I have painless. a theory. I have a theory. What about the planets and why there's planets? There's other planets. I first of all, I'm I'm making myself vulnerable by telling you a personal belief, but I believe in God. And That's I fine. think his plan, I think what he did, because he has a sense of humor, and also he probably gets bored in heaven because yeah. everybody's just good up there. He doesn't have to correct anybody. There's no sin up there, okay, or up over there, wherever. Check this. He created planets. And to me, there's no way, like my brain cannot, can't, can't fathom <laughs> that there's no other life anywhere in space oh yeah he has to have I been agree. bored and made them but my thing is someday we're all gonna meet and it's gonna be a galactic battle royale to see which planet is the last one and maybe this maybe we've already won and we are the only ones left you i don't know play mass effect i don't know what that is but it's a video game and it takes place in the milky way galaxy are that's mm. That's not, you know what I and heard was many disappointing, alien species. but the idea was great. No Man's Sky. Oh, I always wanted no, to play they, it. No, I played it. Was it disappointing? It Well, at launch, well, I didn't play it at launch, but I got it. And when I did play it, it was still fun. I liked the exploration, the exploration aspect of it, but they basically did an overhaul of the game. So they improved it, much improved it. I didn't. So you should check it out if you have a I free trial or something. I don't I, know if they do that, but maybe I will. It's probably super cheap right now. But are you recording right now? We're recording. Are you recording? We're recording. We got oh, all. Oh, I didn't think of anything to say. Toy Story One, Toy Story Two, <laughs> Toy Story Three, Toy and Story Four, and Toy Story Four. All of this and more on this edition of Sequel Men, the podcast. Coming at you not live from a toy chest in Andy's room. Two men talk about the films you care about, or don't. It's the Sequel Men Podcast, and it starts right now. All right, listeners, thank you for joining us again here in the studio, the Sequel Men studio at uh, down in here in the basement. Yeah, where, the basement studio. Basement uh, Studios presents the basement. Sequel Men Podcast <laughs> with your hosts. Christian, bring it all. And the other guy who owns the studio, Spencer. Hey, how's Spencer it going? Spencer King. How, how are you guys? Good? 
can't see me. Spencer, where'd you go? We should have theme music for each of us. Like walk-up music. Mm. Yeah. Mm. You just inspired me. For the next franchise, we're doing that. For the next That's franchise. That's not a hint as to what it is, by the way, at yeah. all. It's no, not a spoiler. No, one. that's not a spoiler. We're going to get to that at the end, but... Yes, thank you. I want to thank also the new listeners who are tuning in just for this episode. We are wrapping up our five episode, including this one, series on Toy Story, the saga, if you will. I will. Uh, I've been calling it that. Um, but yeah, we're wrapping up Toy Story. We're going to go through all of our favorite moments, our least favorite moments, uh, probably all of which we got out in the last episode. But Yeah, <laughs> um, well, and I have some... Um... You know, end of the year, end of the franchise awards, like I did with Star Wars. So we got the defensive toy of the year, six man of the franchise, most improved toy of the year, coach of the year, Tri-County All-Area MVP award. Yeah, yeah. And including- and that's at the end. We got the Finn scores. Ooh, we the did, Finn score. We did uh, remodel that a little bit, seeing as the math. Uh, this has only four movies. So taking this and dividing it by- yeah, it wouldn't work. Fi- right, by two, whatever, or five, or I don't, whatever. So we have I'm, some I'm new, not bad at math. I'm just not interested in doing it right now. But criterium. Yes. I, well, yeah, before we get into it, yeah. So we are the sequel men, like he said, and what we've been doing, we've been, we, you know, we're, we concluded our Toy Story franchise, our adventure through there, and what we do is take listeners on adventures through film franchises or... In 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 small in uh, <laughs> on smaller scale, if a movie even has a, a sequel, we're counting that as a mini yeah. franchise. We are the sequel men, so we're going to cover that too. The only thing we're not doing is single movies. We're not doing single movies. No one and duns. This isn't nope. NCAA basketball. But what if we have a movie that was uh, pitched or released? intended to start a franchise but it never we'll got talk any about steam. it we'll talk about it right now we're going to talk about toy story we'll talk oh, about yeah, that on our I, own time. I, I, okay fine <laughs> wow no so toy story i'm gonna be honest okay. it was a fun ride it was a fun ride i thoroughly yeah, enjoyed i really this. i really like these movies i have to say even the fourth one I mean, the fourth one's enjoyable to watch. Because by association. Yeah, by association, but... It's great. Yes. So, let's just hop into it, and this will... Oh, we got to give a shout out real quick. Since the last episode, Toy Story 4 has won the Academy Award for Best Animated Picture. Do you think it deserved it, Spencer? I... What were the nominees? You had Klaus, which was a Santa film. Uh, Look... 2D traditionally animated, too. It looked really well done. Okay. You had The Missing Link from Laika, who did Kubo and the Two Strings. Fantastic film. Look it up and watch it. It's awesome. Okay. And they did Paranorman and... uh, Tupperware. Tupperware. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. (laughs) We did not plan that. Okay. <laughs> We're on the same but, uh, what, uh, what was the other? I don't remember the first. Oh, yeah. Uh, Coraline. No. Coraline. What? They did Coraline. What do you mean? The, oh, you're still the movie. thinking of yeah. Okay. okay. Who, so, I want, who else was nominated? And I'll answer your question as to... Well, we had The Missing Link, Klaus. There was another movie... Uh, Frozen 2 wasn't nominated. No, which is which strange. Which I'm glad, honestly. Why? Because Frozen is overrated, okay? It is. 
Frozen is overrated. Okay, That's my hot of take. The, of and the, if we do that franchise, I'm going to say it in that episode. It is. Fine. I don't Let's care. just get it out of the way right now. It is. I like it. Let it go. Let it go. In get the it go. Unknown. Oh, um, um, how to that train your Adina. dragon. That was Adele Dazim, everybody. <laughs> Uh, that was funny. Did you? We can talk. Oh, yeah. We can touch yeah, on the Oscars, touch the Oscars a little Oscars bit. A bit. I thought uh, Josh Gad's little bit was yeah. really funny <laughs> when he's like Adina Menzel, pronounced, pronounced exactly. exactly how it's spelled, <laughs> Mr. Travolta. That was really funny. The, that uh, was cool. The performance with all the else. women was cool too. I thought that he was really said cool. something else that was really funny. I yeah, can't, but that was the one that it. stood out. Yeah, but then uh, my other thing that I had to laugh at is. Uh, uh, what's his name? Corden. James Corden. Yeah, he and, came out with Rebel Wilson and cat outfits, really making yeah, fun of. Yeah, but the how visual it, effects society got really ticked about that. I, I really thought it was offended. hilarious. And when they started batting the the yeah. mic, I thought that was funny. I I appreciate. All them. I could think of was all the noise we were getting from the yeah. microphone. Oh, um, the it was yeah. How to Train Your Dragon, the hidden one. Oh yeah, was the other one. Yeah, and I I saw none of them except for Toy Story Four. Me too. So I can't have Likewise. an opinion, but I bet you I would like How to Train Your Dragon but better. But I will say, like, is a fantastic uh, studio. Oh, uh, I headed by Travis Knight, who directed Bumblebee, and Ooh, he directed Bumblebee. Kubo. So fun fact for you, uh, Nike has a ownership stake in the studio. So they basically own that studio. Just do it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Should we let's but, see, real uh, quick. Uh, oh, no, go ahead. Randy Newman's performance was I really enjoyed it. I actually really liked the song. He, I can't let you. I can't I, let you. I, I can't let it's you. It's so repetitive. I don't think it's really I can't being let nominated. You throw yourself away. It was a formality. But the message, the message in the song ha, is yeah, kind of has a The he started he sounded like he was starting to get really tired it's, at the end. The thing is, it sounds like Randy Newman, but he's old. But and he, he can't. It sounds. Oh, like he sounds a little older, but it still sounds. The remarkable thing about Randy he was Newman, fine. he sounds the same, like yeah. performing as he yeah. does recording, and that's something I can appreciate because you have you have performance artists and you have studio artists, right? Yeah. It's people who can perform in the studio with all the bells and whistles on the mixing board, but when you get them in front of a, uh, an audience in a, in a stadium, uh, they can't. I, 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 they don't do so well. I mean, he did okay. He did okay. How about this? Was real cool and unexpected. This was my favorite moment of it when they were going through the songs, and then it ended with Eight Mile, and then Eminem came out. Yeah, and that was I'm cool. Like, I thought it was cool. Martin Scorsese wasn't very impressed. Yeah, but. well, fuck him. No, oh, just kidding. How he, dare he's you? He's also the same how guy that you? thinks. I wonder what he thought. I'm kidding. He's, he's obviously a great director. Appreciate and a great Marvel filmmaker. films. Yeah, he's a fantastic filmmaker. I yes, the I Irishman's love, fantastic. Check I it out. love. How Joaquin Phoenix won for Best Actor. I do too. And he was and in his a comic speech book was really movie. Good. Yeah. I wonder what Martin thought of that. Well, so is it hey, an amusement so park is Heath now? Ledger. Yeah, dude. The and that Joker. was a comic book movie. Yeah, I guess Jared Leto just kind of he had his chance. Well, there's a story behind that. He's actually really yeah. upset about that, but yeah. No, but a, a bunch of cool. I mean, you have. I Taika Waititi like, yeah. winning an award for writing for Jojo Rabbit, which I hadn't seen, Colk, but I want to see it. Colk. Cog, um, a favorite Cog? Music, original score, Joker, a female. I I like uh, that, but I gotta be honest with you. Uh, I I I, I like composer. the ending 
of the Joker when he stands on top of the car and he yeah. does the th- that the score thing. that score I really like that their score is one that I can remember I, sitting there listening to being like this. I usually don't pay that close attention that was Joker for you what the score what do you mean you were sitting there and you, like, no usually thought. with scores I'm like if, if there's something big I'll notice it but I consistently noticed the score for Joker I'm like this is really good it's like it set the tone for me and it usually doesn't do that unless I really force myself to listen but I found myself like I really wanted it to win and it did and it was great um some for other Joker? Noti- yeah I really liked I, it. I liked it too but I just want to say I was really pulling for a John Williams win just to close out yeah. his involvement in the Star Wars Star saga Wars, a big this ofer. was his last one ofer and he didn't That's get it. That's okay, though. I kind of, I kind of had a feeling. And by the way, I'm surprised they gave away the Palpatine face melt. Yeah. The, oh, you the know what else made me mad? Clip. The visual effects. Who won for visual effects? 1917. Okay, I haven't seen that. I want to see it. I'm sure it's great. But I feel like Endgame just really brought it to a next level. And Marvel should have come away with a win. But again, I haven't seen Especially, 1917. Yeah, I, yeah. And I bet. Once I see it, I'll be like, yeah, I get it. I've seen the same scene twice working at the theater, walking in on the movie. Have you and seen I've it? I sat there and watched it, too. And I was like, wow, this is actually pretty impressive. And I enjoyed is, it. Is it all just one long shot mm. to be one long take? Excuse me. Sorry about that. Um, nah, I think they disguise it like they do in The Revenant. Right. But I, the scene I watched, it is one. It it appears to be one seamless take. And, and, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I want to It's really see impressive. It. My favorite award winner of that. Well, I have two. Roger Deakins won for that cinematography for 1917. Yeah, you know, I actually this was one where this is in a the most best picture nominees that I've seen in a long time, and I I still I hardly I didn't see a ton of them, but I saw enough of them to have a, a solid opinion. But for the actors and actresses, like the big awards, I found myself a green. With I didn't see Renee Zellweger and Judy. I didn't see Judy, but I'm sure it was great. I'm glad she won. It's like she's back. She's been out of the scene for a while, it seems like, and she's back. You got Laura Dern in Marriage Story, and I saw that, and she was great. My my big favorite one that I was really pulling for, and I'm kind of surprised he won, was uh, supporting actor Brad Pitt. I didn't it's see that, It's his first bro. acting Oscar, and I, he deserved it. That movie was great. His speech was great. Oh, it was. <laughs> and then the big actor in a leading role, Walking Phoenix, so His deserved. speech was great, too. And it's just, Even it's cool. if it's a little awkwardly dictated. He, he's awkward, he's though. He's an yes. But I love how he ended with his his brother's oh, yeah. uh, a song Phoenix. lyric, yeah, who passed away several, several years ago. But that was cool. And just how, how he, this you know, Joker, this character is He now, actually meant it, too. Yeah. His speech. I... I not saying I'm glad anyone he else won. Didn't, and then the big, big, big moment of the night, a first ever non-English film for Best Picture, Parasite. I'm happy for him. Me too. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't either. And if maybe it comes I will. to a movie house nearby, let's go see it. All right. And then we can give a quick little doot 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 on our thoughts on it. All right. But that's he the directed Oscars. Snowpiercer. Snowpiercer. Goodness. <laughs> What's up? Good gravy. <laughs> Snowpiercer. I've never seen that. Either. Oh, it's on Netflix. Watch things. it. He directed that film. It's I got Chris Evans it in it, Tilda times. Swinton, yeah, uh, Octavia Spencer. It's on my watch list. It's so good. It's riveting. So we John started. Hurt, we started right off with Ed a Harris bar, is in it too. Big sidebar. So I'm going to name uh, the whole cast. Hold on, and then we have no. 
Are you done? I'm done. And then uncredited as an extra. No, so Toy Story. Toy Story. Let's bring our focus back. Oscars are over. Toy train is over. over. Work time has begun. Toy Story. It's a. It's a family. No, it's a childhood classic. It's all about family time. It is, I guess. Who? All right. Making doing a thing. Never mind. So Toy Story. Do you want to? Oh, um. Real quick, before yes, I forget, we have a fan question. Oh my, yes, we got to include Pop! this. 1092, that's Brandon, how are you? What and up, I think Brandon? we should open the, the discussion with this. Hey, guys, in Toy Story 2, I have not thought of an answer to this question yet. Me, <laughs> I thought about <laughs> I, it on the way here. I thought about some, but anyway. Hey, guys, in Toy Story 2, Woody meets up with the Roundup gang and sees his memorabilia. Most are old toys and other materials, but my question is, why were they not sentient like Woody and the others? Good question. Well, suck me sideways. That's a great fucking question. (laughs) Okay. Um, All right. Well, first of all, Brandon, thank you. Secondly- How can you speak to our fan like that? Our fan and our friend. That wasn't an insult. I know. (laughs) At all. I know. That's a great question. um, Here's my thought. (laughs) I'm- Joking. My theory, here's my, yes. um, what's that word? Conspiracy theory. Those toys did not come alive because they weren't designed to, Woody, no, here's my theory. Woody. Can you decide on a yes, theory already? Because Woody's so old. Will you just leave me alone? He, he was the first toy to come alive. And he guided the way for others, but those other toys, those toys that he played with, weren't granted. Oh wow! Sentience. That would be. Mm, I don't know. And it doesn't. I feel like that's explaining too much. And I almost feel like those toys. Like, is it some magician thing, like magic? That's just. My, I'm not. I, I don't even not. want to go any deeper than that. Me I just neither. think he was like the first toy. I kind of like that idea, though. But the re- that doesn't explain why those toys that he played with weren't alive i think those toys they don't have the inner workings like they don't make sense for them to come alive they're like you wouldn't see a foosball table come, well maybe you would you wouldn't see i a, don't think you'd see the men you see the football players on the yeah, foosball table you wouldn't see come alive, but a not the table pinball itself. table come alive like these are little like game okay toys. but what about the chair damn Ch- it cheryl burnett god that's a they're not okay they're that's not, not a sentient toy. They're not sentient because back that they're they've died. They're dead. They're that they're dead. You know what? I kind of like that idea. This is something I've been thinking about on the way here too. Because I was like, they can't. I think do it was it spurred by your question, Brandon. Um, why aren't they talking? Why aren't they alive? Like you said, none. Of, most of them are like little knickknacks, like the little yeah, bank, the coin bank thing. They're like decorations or knickknacks or little little bits and bobs, like little But we've little seen things. decorations come alive. We've heard Woody talk about, oh, the Christmas decorations that's are true, nice. That's true. That's true. This they're, is a... T- but they're not really... I don't know. That's I a good question. I don't have a good... But going, My only thing is because they're so old and they're, they've just, they have I, died. I really love that idea. But then why didn't Woody die? He's that old. I really love that idea. And that's something... This is something, like I said, I thought about this on the way here, and this is one of the ideas I told you about before we started recording the show, that toys can actually die. And when they die, 
they revert to their original state. There we go. Like they revert, factory setting. They revert to the factory setting or not even the factory. Well, yes, the factory setting. That's morbid. But the, the like when Woody goes limp or when Woody drops down like, an, like a possum, like he did in the, the gas station, yeah. that sort of thing, when they freeze for when people are around, they go back to that state and they remain there forever. That's dark. And I think other it, toys I think just it, watch their corpse being played with. I know. But it would be so moving to have a scene between Woody and Bo where you have a toy that hasn't gotten played with for so long. And this could work, too. A toy that hasn't gotten played with for so long or been loved for so long. They've lost the will to live. <laughs> not that they've lost the will to live, but that they start to lose the... Nobody, they don't get played with, so they don't. Like the Tin Man. It's like what Emily said. It's like what she said about Emily. They get, they're not alive, but being played with makes them feel alive and kind of gives them life. Now that they're not so being played with for so long. So why did they come alive when Woody played with them? That should have sparked something like, oh, we're getting uh, played well, with. Well, I not, I don't. It's not a person. It doesn't count when it's another toy. See, I just think like they're they're not man. like gimmicky toys. They are gimmicky toys, like game toys. Like that's a sequel, man. Like uh, <clears throat> like you know the the thing where you have to try to catch the ball on a pole. Yeah. Or like, like badminton that. or something like that. Like a baseball doesn't come alive. Those were like, they were. Uh, well, the eight balls alive. No, I don't know if it is. I think stuff I like think that. I think the eight ball is alive. Like I, I said, it, it it's answering Woody, like, like being a smartass, telling Woody, hey, you're an asshole. I don't think so, though. Like these gimmicky toys, like they're specialized. They were never designed to come alive. I kind of agree with that, too. But I love the idea, like That's we've been talking about. That's a great question. How they how just die. You? I can just imagine a scene where Woody and Bo are having a moment. Like this is making their bond deeper more than just the sexual uh innuendos that we get in toy story one that's but my making, music and uh a <laughs> seinfeld <laughs> but toy story four makes their uh makes their relationship meaningful whereas you have a sequel where they begin or toy story five and six they begin to grow their relationship even more and then you have a moment where woody hasn't been played with in so long that he starts to lose his animated uh, sentience. Excuse okay. me. Check this out. Excuse what if me. this? What if they just and then don't want to? She's like holding him, and then all of, or ha, or they're talking for the last time, and she has to go limp when someone walks by and whatever, and she wakes up and he doesn't for the last time, and she's like Woody, and he's just sitting there with That's that dark. smile on his face. This. I don't want to think about it's that. It's so dark, Let's but it's on. so moving though. It would on. be incredibly moving. Stop the car! I want to get out. And Andy Stop the could car, still have him. Andy, no. Andy could grab him. <laughs> he could. Okay, Andy could Andy, grab his no. Woody. Andy grabs his Woody and he just shoots no. right up and comes alive. Okay, Limp Be Gone. <laughs> Thank you to our sponsor, Limp Be Gone, for those people that just can't get a boner. Okay. But no, he goes limp for the last time. He goes, he freezes for the last time. Bo's like, Woody, Woody. Like, he doesn't wake up. But you still have. No, I'm gonna. I, I'll, I'll leave this as a surprise later on. Was as I, th I think at the end we should give our predictions or suggestions for sequels that okay. we are that we have, even if we already had said them, just say, for posterity's sake, whatever. I'll 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 remind me to do that at the end, like a def other storylines for sequels, because I want to include that. Ogie, and people are probably like, no, just say it, just say it now. 
All right, you know what? I'm just going to say it say now. Say it now. Just say I'm just going to say it now. Say it now. I'm looking something up. Woody, they get discovered by Andy again, but Woody at this point is quote unquote dead, per se. And he hands he finds Woody, and of course he doesn't know that toys come alive. So he find talking in circles again. He finds Woody, gives it to his kid, and his kid starts playing with Woody, and that's how Woody comes alive again. You see what I'm saying? Yes, I do. It's like uh, he. It's like a Lazarus kind of effect. Yeah, All his right. kid gives him the the play energy basically to come back to life. I can. I think I can that would be really touching. Bit. Yeah, I think it would. Or Literally emotional. Touching. touching me, touching Woody, sweet. All right, this is the last episode for Woody jokes. <laughs> Maybe. Um, uh, another one from Brandon. Um, I don't remember if you two mentioned this, but I think y'all missed the Obi Wan action figure in the jukebox club. I definitely did. Are I don't you serious? Well, I yeah, I guess. Maybe he's just effing no. with us. I like how I just censored myself, but I swore earlier. I don't. I gotta see it again. No, I gotta yeah. watch it again. Oh, is that gonna force me to watch Toy Story four again? No. Just watch the the casino yeah. scene. What a, the, the casino the magic scene. Of, the, <laughs> the casino. Casino scene. They go to the casino. A, That'd be kind of a, a fun idea. To our next one. No, <clears throat> and uh, do they have a battle also, royale in a casino? I don't. That could be a fun Toy Story idea. Ooh, that could. Also, I'm I'm super super embarrassed. Or in a, no, a Craig's Cruisers with all the prizes. Dude, that <laughs> would be dope. Yes, Dave and, and Busters, the... except it'll be called Steve and Jostler. I don't know what. I, I don't it could know. be Buster, like the dog. Woody and Buster. No. So also, this is something I'm super. We we. Sounded and we're we're gonna we're just gonna own. Do we even? It, oh, we yeah. sounded like complete morons, Idiots. just and completely out of touch. As Mr. Potato Head would say, moron. Yes, completely out of touch with pop culture. Flea, the voice announcer well. for Duke Kaboom. Oh my gosh! I'm when I heard you this, I'm what? like, that's right, because their lead singer, this band, is from Lowell, Michigan. The, yes, Lowell, Michigan. Which is where we're from, not Lowell, but Michigan. He Flea is a part of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Both Brandon and my brother Lance, another shout out for you, Bucko, brought that to my attention. I'm like, yep. I do you ever do you ever I, I gotta was be listening honest with you, I podcast. didn't even know that. I was listening to the podcast and I we sound dumb. Because I'm like, oh, I think he's a musician or something. Why didn't I just look it up? I right said there. I think he's a singer, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and then you're like, he's a musician. And I was like, oh yes, a musician. Yeah, for a band. But I knew the name Flea. I recognized the name, but I didn't know he was from Red Hot Chili oh, Peppers. That's embarrassing. I'm. Well, I I don't follow them. I mean, I'm not I a Red Hot Chili Peppers. They're fan. still popular enough where I should have known that. California, <laughs> rest in peace. La la la. I don't even know the words. Simultaneous really. Okay, you know. I don't. I do. I, I know some. I'm stuff. sorry. I just. I, they had a great performance at a Super Bowl a couple years ago. Did they? Yeah, it was really good. I. It was a surprise. I didn't know they were going to be there. <clears throat> but did they rip their the shirts story. off and do I crotch they, grabs? They and... <laughs> kept their shirts on. They did not play their instruments though, and they were upset about that. But the people wouldn't let them because they wanted what? it to be super like 
Chris, they were having malfunctions, I guess. Oh, boy. So they had to fake it. They weren't happy about it. Like, they didn't want to do it. They had to fake it. playing their instruments? Yes. Wow. Which, they were not happy about it. <sighs> they wanted to play them, but the people, the directors were like, nah. You know, as so you know, story, yeah, we go on off <laughs> a lot story. of sidebars in I these think, wrap-up episodes. I think... Let's just get into like our 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 favorite moments. Do you want to okay. do that? We'll move on to. We'll start with our three worst moments from Toy Story. Our through yeah, each movie it, or the whole. I did it through the whole shebang. I did it okay. for the whole. Okay. If you wrote them down, do you want me to start? I didn't write any of them down. Okay. Well, from now on, always have a three best, three worst for the whole for the franchise. whole thing. Yeah. Okay, that's what we're doing. Okay. So I'll start going from three to two to one. First worst, three worst moments of the entire franchise. This is something that I mentioned a couple of times. Oh, here we go. Humans not seeing the toys <laughs> fly above their heads. Like, we're talking adults. You have to have one moment. Okay, the in Toy Story 4, when they're jumping on the umbrellas right above the heads, they don't even, the adults don't even look up. <laughs> like, they don't look up. They would hear that. It, it bugged the ever-loving piss out of me. And I'm not going to say anything more about it. Number two <laughs> worst moment. Andy not realizing Woody and Buzz fell from the sunroof okay. in the box that he packed. <laughs> I get it. He's a kid, but he's, he's not a, you know, dumb. He, well, like is he? he? It no, woke he's him not up. Dumb. Like the, it made a sound when they landed, and then all of a sudden, in this box that I packed, that I did not pack these toys. Wow, Woody and Buzz are—they were here the whole time. And then mom's mom's reaction is perfect because. Kids, yeah. they don't look for stuff. Yeah, you left it in good. the car. Okay. Yeah, oh, right where you, right, I thought so. I told you, right where you left And them. then he just goes with it, like, yeah, I left them when I packed this box an hour ago. Well, maybe, here's the thing, maybe he fell asleep after he got in the car. No. And his mom no. put them in the box. No, because he would have, no, it's just, it didn't, So it he didn't dumb. know. And he would have heard him. I think <clears> even the mom would have heard him, like, Andy, what was that? And then he'd be like, Woody and Buzz are right there. I don't know. It I guess that's me. a discrepancy. I, I can't say anything else about the it. I don't know. first, number one, absolute worst Toy Story moment, and I think you'll agree with me on this, Buzz's yes. inner voice. Yep. Completely what? Yep. dismantled completely the character and what they set up for this character. Takes away movies. his agency. Takes away his critical thinking skills. <sighs> I already said it ad nauseum in the last movie yeah. or podcast we did, but uh, yeah, it's bad. It's a bad choice. It's a bad character dis- decision. It really is. You know what it reminds me of? You know when commercials would have like the infomer- infomercial where it's like black and white and it shows people doing dumb stuff that they'd never do, and most of the time it's like the dad, like, look at this idiot dad. He wouldn't even know to pick his head up to breathe if he was in a pool face down. Nope. Well, now we got something that even he can or con- do you have, even he can control. Do you do you struggle brushing your teeth and it and shows, them shows somebody <laughs> stabbing themselves in the eye or with like, a toothbrush? No. <laughs> or it shows them like, they grab the toothpaste and they <laughs> open it and it's <laughs> And like they squeeze it like stupid yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, I know what you mean. Or back wh- to your point. What about when you're blowing leaves and your kid gets in the way and you blow them over the fence? <laughs> well, now we have the leaf blower tether. You attach it right to the leaf blower, strap it onto your kid's belt loop, and just watch him float in the air like a fucking kite. 
the leaf blower tether available for one easy payment of $19.99 or five hard payments of $2.99. Get yours today, and if you call within the next 20 seconds, we'll send you five more leaf blower tethers for if one snaps because we made them out of cheap elastic and you got several other kids, you can let one go off in the distance. Get that soup up leaf blower today and get our mega tether that gives you an extra 25 feet of length and what if you have a hefty overweight kid we don't condone that but love yourself we got the triple action duty elasticraft tether for your high powered leaf blowing machine Get yours today for one easy payment of $19.99. Your 20 seconds are up, so we're not sending any extras. But if you call within the next two <laughs> seconds, we're going to play the ad again and give you another chance for 20 more seconds to call and get five extra tethers. Call now. Oh, so, man. That's kind of so what how does that round back to Buzz again? Oh, his inner voice. Yeah. It just doesn't make any <laughs> what? sense. It doesn't make any sense. Wow. That was Just hilarious, like that though. <laughs> that was not that my surprise, by the way. That was this episode's limp be gone. <laughs> yeah, we're, I'm going to have one in each wrap-up. That's going to be my thing. <laughs> and I'll never plan it. It's all going to be yourself. improvised. Love <laughs> yourself. Right, we we're not making uh, fun of overweight people. No, just no. overweight kids. No, no, not them either. Oh, right. No, right. never, never. I don't condone that. That's actually something I really don't like, Spencer. Is when people get people who the, are uh, overweight get made fun of. I really don't like that. You're to right. See I that don't either. But and, and kids, I was overweight note. as a kid. You can be overweight. You're going to grow into Heck, your body. I'm overweight no now. Deal. No, you're not. <laughs> I am I've, actually. I've the doctor out. said. Yeah, what do doctors know? But I did just check oh, my weight. Also, uh, I'm speaking not of you. doctors, no, I, I don't have any other. What are your three worst moments? You want to do it off the top of your head? Did yeah. That spark any? Starting with number three. Does this spark joy? Chuck it out the window, baby. <laughs> the most, the least, um, the best worst moment. Dang it, I really the didn't least, think of least. this. Well, I guess we can take a break in the action real quick and reveal our first score for Toy Story 1 if you want. Oh, are we doing it that way? Let's break it up by movie. There yeah, we go. But these movies. A little bit of a scores, change there. These scores okay. are independent with each movie. Of the They're overall not, score. And obviously they affect the overall score, but not mathematically. But uh, for Toy Story 1, out of 100, I gave it... People are going to be so confused. They're going to be like, is this the Finn? It's not the true Finn, but I, we still are rating each film This is the Finn for each fi uh, uh, film. The, in the, the, fin, the, the individual... Fin, the, the infinity in score. The individual. Okay. That's so for Toy Story, I thought it only made sense for mm -hmm. me to give it a 95. Me too. It came out in 1995. Me too. Not because of that for me, but I, I oh. we got it. Yeah. We're, and it's just, it, we're on the same wing. We're finishing each yeah. other's... Sandwiches. Damn it. That's what I was going to say. Oh, frozen. <laughs> 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 okay. Love it's you, not bro. that bad. I Love mean, you, okay. Different, different topic. But... Uh, 95. 95, yeah. What were you, go, go through your reasonings. Well, Why? I just think, especially, and I, I rated this on... Um, Give me your criteria that you told me about. Well, that's for the overall film. Oh, I'm not going to tell you oh, that Oh, okay. This was I did just, it for each this was, I gave these scores, just this is more or less for fun. Just right after each film, I give it a score. And 95, because I thought, yeah, the extra five that it could have gotten for 100 
where it lost points was the animation. And I know it was 95, but the animation, the, uh, well, I guess that's it. Everything really? else was just great. I, I loved it. it. And watching it again just brought me back to that moment. Like I've said a hundred times, it was the first movie I ever saw in theaters. I remember everything about sitting and watching it. And then immediately after wanting to watch it again and knowing that I was going to have to wait for VHS. Cause I couldn't just be like, let's go see it again. I was four. I couldn't, I didn't have my own money, but 95 and also symbolic for you because that was uh, the year it came out. And you gave it a 95. I gave it a 95 for too. reasons for reasons. And I'm just going to say the criteria part. Uh, you know what? I'll just tell you. Is it okay? Our criteria for the entire... I don't want to ruin it for For the final you. Finn score, the big for the entire franchise is... And you have yours in order, but... Yeah. I have emotional impact that the whole thing had on me. The storytelling, you know, from film to film to film. The characters, you know, mm. and just how they progressed and, and grew or didn't grow and just their overall likeness. The visual style, the last two were random because emotional impact storytelling characters, those all fit. But then I was like, what else do I do? I want to make it five. So visual style. So like how it's shot or how it looks. I think that's important. You're watching a movie. You're, mm -hmm. you're seeing it. And then the music. And that one was for you. For okay. you. Okay. I'm saying you in a different accent. Yeah. yeah. I know that, Spencer. Thank you for clarifying <laughs> that. I'm happy you did that. I wouldn't have been able to tell. Yeah, well, some I would have been lost hear... the whole entire episode. I would have been like, who is he talking to? Some people only hear. That's actually German for you. Some people only hear in one earbud. So I know it sometimes sounds distorted with the noise in the background. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So as I said, I put them in a tiered order. All right. Well, thank you very much. Kinda. That's all the time we have. <laughs> just kidding. Hey, I do the outro. <laughs> yeah, I do. do the outro. And here in Phil and Steve, I'm the captain podcast. now. <laughs> oh, can't wait for the next one. Oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> and... Uh, that's right, Christian. I like everything. <laughs> hey, show All it. films. Hey, I created sequel. Bye bye, then. Hold on, everyone. Bye bye. No, <laughs> we're you know gonna what? make fun of that each other. Deep. That cut deep. No, <laughs> I'm speaking about love, and you're making fun of it. Finish. Your I'm thought. sorry. You just started Finish saying that. Finish your thought. I'm taking my pants off for that. Oh, okay. Put them back on, please. <laughs> <laughs> and they're okay. off. Can I get to the point? Okay. Woody! No. <laughs> okay. That was a Whoa! Last one. Me too, Buzz! That doesn't oh. make any sense. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> Number oh, one. I get it. You get it? Yeah? He just winked at me. I don't know how I feel about that. Go ahead. Anyway. We've been through a bunch of rigmarole here. Let me actually get into it with my score. You had a 95. For Toy I, Story, yes. For Toy Story. And I actually agree with you on a lot of your points. Uh, I just did it the same way I did for Star Wars, pros and cons. The humor and character buddy dynamic, I really like that. That's what actually makes the movie. Yes, it is. 
Um, I think the pacing of them becoming yes, friends is great too. It is because they really start is. off. Woody hates him, but he's not. He doesn't get why because he's just he doesn't know that he's a toy. So for him, yeah. it's not a competition for who gets played war with more. And then the next act, they have to work together. But Woody's still like, I'm not digging this. And then third act, it reaches its point where it's like, okay, I'm actually, I like this guy. Me talking him up is actually making me realize my own flaws and why we should be friends. We complete each other kind of. Yeah. And then Buzz is like, yeah, we do. I'm a toy. You're a toy. We at least have that in common. And we want to get out of here. We have a common goal. And we're... We work well. It wasn't for. It never felt like a forced friendship. No, they grew naturally yeah. because they had to. They had to work together to get out of their situation. Okay. Yeah. And they, it, and the pro- trajectory, the trajectory of their friendship went in a natural uh, course. You know what I mean? Like what you just said. And situationally, it drew them closer together. Their experiences helped them learn something about themselves, and they grew, both of them grew as characters. Yes. In different ways, but they both grew together. Yes, and they complement each other pretty well. And it wasn't rushed. It It wasn't rushed. It was timed and paced. It wasn't rushed. I mean, I felt it was a little bit rushed when, when Woody is talking to Buzz about his value as a toy when he has the rocket strapped to him. Yeah. And he suddenly... Excuse me. He goes on the thing about you're a really cool toy, a lot cooler than I am. And then he realizes how much it Andy clicks. loves Buzz, and it clicks. It's like an epiphany. It's an apotheosis moment, if you will. Uh, hero's journey, everybody. Um, but yeah, the buddy dynamic is what makes the movie. Like I said in that episode, uh, it's a simple story, but the Real characters simple. are complex the relationship is complex and you see that as they grow through the movie and have these experiences and have to they learn from each other and grow from that i really like that it's really good script writing yes uh even with such a simple a simple story we got to get back to andy's simple yeah. and you have and to do that the with whole, a kids movie we don't really care at this point if he gets back to andy to be honest Oh, I do. At this point, I don't. I mean, it's kind of it's the underlying conflict that that motivates the plot, but it's not what the movie's about. It's about Buzz and Woody becoming friends, and, and it's, their it's the story. buddy movie. Yeah, yeah. And even the they were inspired by the Odd Couple with even, this, right? And even the I feel a lot of movies have supporting characters that with even with like with limited screen time or with a lot of screen time, and they're just there. For insert this re- comic relief or the uh, what's the word I'm trying to think of um, the uh, in it's in support no it's a word for exposition exposition like they're there for the audience just to and I don't really I'm there are those characters kind of but there's not really like the if you look at Slinky they're all like stereotypes but they all evolve as That's characters and grow. Two, and just the care with limited amount of time for each of them. Toy Story did a great job. And those side characters were s- stretched out over the course of, I'm going to say, three movies. Yeah, yeah. That's and and we got them. And well, that, they all had an arc in a way. Yeah, that goes into my, another one of my pros. And is none that of them were forgotten well. They're introduced they were, well. <laughs> they're introduced well in this first film. And they but all have something given, to do. There's something to do, but... 
well, kind of, but they each have their own unique individual personalities and quirks and things like that that define yeah. them as characters, not just their toy status or whatever. Like, he's a potato head. Oh, I recognize that. He's a dinosaur toy. But it's it's funny how they have these unique personalities. Like, T-Rex, he's a, or Rex, he's a T-Rex toy, but he's a coward, basically. They really uh, played Slinky with... Slinky Dog is yeah. a, hey, what does he say? What? Golly, Bob, howdy. Oh, I love yeah. him. He might be my favorite character. And he's an optimist. Like, yes. you know, for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Jim Varney, everybody. Uh, and, rest his soul. And Blake Clark. Blake Clark. He's still with us, I think. He is. Anyway, but yeah, the overall concept of the movie, too, just the idea of toys coming to life when you're not around and being in like having their own adventures and experiences. That was a fun concept. It's a fun concept. And we talked about it a little bit in the last episode where you could have uh, Woody coming alive to Sid and them working together, like him being the first human to actually witness a toy coming to life sort of thing. That would be a fun concept. Um, the characters have arcs that make sense. Woody and Buzz, as we said. Uh, yeah, like you, I didn't have very many cons. I, heard, I didn't I, have any really. No, I mean, it's hard I had to think of bad things. Animation, that's the big thing. The animation is dated, especially with Woody's facial expressions. Yeah, but that's some of them terror. Some of them are terrifying. At that I have time, to say, and that's what I put at the time. They're revolutionary for its time. It was revolutionary for its time. Three yeah. D CGI graphics, first first feature film, and completely in that format. Um, the ending, I wrote. This is a minor nitpick. The ending's a little abrupt. It is a little a bit. A little abrupt because they land in the box, like you said, and then it cuts right to Christmas time. And you get the puppy and then, oh, a puppy. And then it, da 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 as they look at each other. And, <laughs> uh -oh. and then, like, might as well have Porky the Pig. <laughs> like Looney Tunes <laughs> ending. But, yeah. but it's a little abrupt, but that's very, very, very minor. Bo Peep as a sex symbol. In an object, kind of. Which is funny because all these toys are literally objects. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, so oh, given the context of four, the way she was treated in this film doesn't. They made up for it. Yeah, I guess it's, I, it's very one-dimensional, if you will, how she yeah. was treated. Like, oh, Woody, I'm Woody's girlfriend. Like, and that's all I amount to. That's yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I'm it. out to get his Woody. With my pep. Is that uh, Woody joke number three here? Okay, episode? Toy Story 2. But yeah, anyway, mo uh, that was just... Sorry, I'm cutting you off a little bit. I wasn't no, quite per finished. Per use, per use. <laughs> I need to stop doing that. No, you but don't. I wasn't kind of I, I kind of wasn't done yet. Okay, then continue. Then don't be sorry. 95 score, Toy Story, and I have characters at the tops that which goes into storytelling visual style emotional impact and music and that's the priority of each of those things in this film Good. for me mm -hmm. is what i saw Fair enough. the characters is the characters and their relationship are paramount and that's kind of how it works for almost every movie really Good word, if you have paramount. crappy if you, <laughs> if you have crappy characters you're not going to care about the story you know Correct. you're not going to care about anything else but sorry moving on so toy story 2 and I'm just going to say Toy Story 2. Toy Okay, I went into this franchise really stubborn like no matter how much I love the other films and I'll be objective. I'll might not rank the 
my favorite the highest just because I'm I'm looking at it as a film. But Toy Story 2, I went in remembering it was just kind of there. But watching these back, and I was being stubborn about like Toy Story is going to be my favorite no matter what. Because it's the original, it's the one that I always remember. But Toy Story 2 was the one that I had the most fun with. And the one that I'd want to rewatch again so the soonest. The quickest. Just because it was so much fun. And they took these characters to the next level. You know, it really is a top-notch sequel. Yeah. It really is up there with Empire. I mean, it, honestly. I, it flows naturally. It We get new characters that are developed. You get new developed. characters that are developed and fit in it. They're and not get, shoehorned, you we know? We get their backstory in appropriate ways. And I said this, but I didn't really explain it well enough when we were talking about it. We get Jesse's backstory through a montage, and she's kind of the main new toy because she's the counterpart, the female counterpart of Woody. We get her through a mo musical montage, her whole story, and we get it, and we totally understand why she is the way she is. And then we have the prospector. How they did this was so creative. We didn't need. We didn't need to get a Suicide Squad, show us their stats, who they are, background, visual on the on the freeze frame on the on the screen. We didn't need that. So what they did, they put him in a box. He never got bought. No backstory. Except the one thing that matters is we know he was never He was never opened with, and played with, so he's very jaded. And that's all we need from yeah. him. That's all we need from him. And then Bullseye, they might not even know. Jealous, really. Right. And Bullseye can't talk, so he would have never been able to give his back. They don't probably don't know where he came from. They he was there when they got there. Al got him. But part of his story is told, oh, yeah, in this film, and where also he becomes he's a, Woody's. He's like, like a dog, buddy. Yeah. So we just assume, you know, lost dogs find new owners. Right. We don't need their backstory. They can't tell us their backstory. He's very innocent. Yeah. So you um, don't feel bad for him because you're like, oh, well, he's happy now. Right. Right. So yeah. that was creative. We didn't need to get a montage of him. We only needed to get a full detailed backstory from Jesse, the one that actually had one. So just how they went about that was They did it with her really great. well. Yes. And it hit That's you. a beautiful song. And you felt for it, it is. And it really is. And you feel is. sad and you, you, want, you want her to win. You want her to win. And what they did was they made it so you almost didn't want it. Like she's just being selfish. And then you get why, and you're like, okay, as I was. Mm, so having said all that, I was fully ready to give it like a 94, no one below. Not really. I don't have it's, any negatives I know, for these. I it's mean, hard. I, the only, no, I don't have any. The, no. So I was fully prepared to keep Toy Story the highest rank through all of this. Just be like, it's my. F but Toy Story Two might be my favorite Toy Story out. movie. It did edge it out ninety six just by one. Mm. Just by one. Okay. Ninety six. All right. For all the things I would say, just the story, uh, how they kind of flipped the script. We have Woody is the quote unquote lost toy, and Buzz has to step into his old role and lead the toys to get him, and we get. A, a B plot of them coming to get him executed perfectly. They don't bring all the toys, just the ones that we're really close with. Potato Head, Slinky, Rex, Buzz. And the, they're dynamic. Oh, yeah, dynamic. Potato, she stays behind. 
is just like their chemistry, each of them. I love, and they all have something to do. They're all uh, of Rex has team. his own arc. Rex has his <laughs> own arc. I think my favorite arc of any of the side characters. That's like, a we pro. have a C plot. Right. Like, that's a C plot. Right. And it's 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 it doesn't it, it never doesn't feels take forced, away from anything. And it doesn't take away and it, it they don't cut to it uh too it much. Flows in, it flows it ties into the B plot. Yes, and just how they with the whole fake buzz, it. yeah, or the it, new buzz and model. then they bring in a new buzz and that furthers rex's plot and then at the very end we get i don't need to beat the game because i lived it <laughs> and we started with his story like it the way that this oh, film goes through each of these stories is phenomenal you're right like that, even talking about it i want to watch it right now that's why i put characters at the top again yeah and it's because, the most fun of the all, of, yeah. all the movies it's the most fun yeah. Like it's always it's action, it's a rescue the, mission. It's, it's the most fun. fun. It has it gives like you said all the characters have something to do or not, you know, all of them, yeah. but the mainstays. They're active in the plot. They're active in the story. You have Woody going on his journey. He's going through his own existential crisis really and with the Roundup gang. Yeah. At Al's. Al McWiggin is his name? I oh, really? think. Nice. I didn't, I, it's I don't actually know. on the Dis- Disney Plus description. Probably Al on Toy Newman. Story. Al Newman. Toy Story Two. He is, and it did say you were right. He does own Al's toy barn. Yeah, I you're know. right. I knew that. There I was, was never wrong. A okay, I was wrong. I admit it. Thank anyway, you. Anyway, but you get Woody in his story, and you get Buzz. This B plot, Buzz and the supporting characters have their own little adventure too, and you learn more about them, and you have fun times with them. That's great writing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The writing. That's what it is. Is it great writing? Great writing. Great pacing for an hour and forty pacing. minute movie. Like they fit every. None of it was like, I don't want to see this plot. It wasn't like a Lois Lane side plot in Batman v Superman. I think <laughs> the music in this film might be my favorite out of the whole four of them. Okay. Because you have uh, the Emily song, "When She Loved Me," beautiful yep. song. Beautiful. Very sad, beautiful song. The cleaner from when Woody's getting oh, and it even has that up. moment. Yeah, that's another moment. Actually, oh, yeah, and it has the best opening of any of them, I think, in my oh, personal opinion. Uh, okay, it has my favorite opening. It has a great opening. I'll say that. Great yes. opening, great visuals. Like I rewatched just the opening a lot. I'm just, it was. I remember. I remember watching that in theaters. The opening, be like, this is so the villains. Cool. The villains have depth. There's a D plot. The new buzz. <laughs> getting his with arc, his dad. Getting with his dad. That was the, a villain. Like, oh, and they introduced Zerg. Who is another villain? This movie has three villains. I don't know if you count him, but you you mention him in Toy Story one, and then he comes back. Like he well it doesn't come back, but they do something with him. He wasn't just a, a random to- like yeah he's, he's a he's, evil emperor Zerg. We get him. He's a minor 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 villain, but like just a mini that boss. detail. I agree. Like, he was only mentioned oh. in the first one, and then, hey, remember Zerg? Here he is. <laughs> Going and there up. wasn't too much of him. They didn't Oh, yeah, they only overtake. mentioned him in the commercial. And, and in the, his he didn't take over as the, the main station. villain. It wasn't overcrowded. And what they did, he only focused on the new Buzz. He didn't attack any other toy. It's like he didn't even know they were there. Do you know? He, he doesn't interact with any buzz. of them. No, because he wasn't, he didn't see him. Until mm. the end, when mm. he was playing with his son. Yeah, but Buzzy. Just what they did with this D plot, it wasn't overcrowded. It was a nice little fun. Man, talk about handling because they're tying it. Well, 
This might come up if we ever do Spider-Man. They're tying in oh, we will. the plot. They're interweaving them cleanly. Yeah. You know? And they're not putting it center stage. It gets no. its moment. And then it moves on. Yes. And it goes back to the A plot. Yes. And he doesn't interact with any of the other toys. It's which really, helps really it. well done. The writing is great. Yes. Um, I like how the villains are actually more fleshed out and in-depth. Like Stinky mm-hmm. Pete, you get him. Uh, he's jealous. You get motivation you get, for him. Yeah, his motivation never been played with. I'm jealous of everyone else. Mm-hmm. And I'm bitter. And then Al is just greedy. If I'm going to stay in this box all my life, then I'm just, I want to be looked at and admired. I don't, even if I'm not played with, you know. He's doing Al it. Al is a loud, obnoxious, greedy Yeah, MF-er. and he's a villain, but he wouldn't be a villain like to us. No. I'd be, I'd see, he's like rude. He's like the villain, like Sid greedy. is the villain. Right, like and he's Sid not, is a very minor villain, yeah, in my opinion. He's not doing it to get back at the toys. He's no, doing it for his own. He's doing it out of greed and his own yeah. wealth and whatnot. I like the focus on the toys' psyches. Yeah, like going into the more nitty gritty of the toys and their lifestyles. Like, oh, we got to have a meeting about plastic corrosion. We got to have yeah. a meeting about what happens if you one of your body parts gets eaten or lost. Or, <laughs> I like that the vulnerability yeah. of the toys, their fears and aspirations, what it what it means to be a toy, what's the purpose, what happens if you get shelved, purpose driven. What does toy. it mean for a toy if you get shelved or if you get broken, if you're not played with? It even has a, a an e plot with Wheezy. Okay, Come on. no, that's no, that's like a <laughs> Z plot. Okay, the, yeah. it's at the bottom. So, but what'd you give it? I gave it an uh, ninety-eight. A nine. I gave it a ninety-eight. A little bit of the cons. Animation is much better, but the models are still a little off on the people. Okay. The people modelers are modelers. The people models are off, but the toys are on point. Fair. The toys are very, very well animated. Fair. The wheezy singing ending. I don't know. I don't. I'll give you that. one. I guess I don't really like that. Yeah, I don't. don't I don't to. really have a good reason why, but well, just because it didn't fit with the rest of the. I theme. don't know. It's just the and you got a friend in me and why? It I mean, made sense for his character. It made. It's a funny. It's it's supposed to be comical. I got it's my squeaker yeah. back. I like the the outtakes. Take, the, throw oh, it, throw it at me, Mike. There, let me. That's that's my one con. The outtakes, and I still loved them. But it's a con because whenever they they're do fake that, outtakes. And, and, yeah, because you have to write them like they're not real out takes and it's just sometimes they're still cringy. funny i mean they are that's what why are it's you a doing minor after con. this that was funny uh we're losing so light <laughs> yeah like that was yeah i gave it a 98 and an, another bad. thing i wanted to mention was just uh it, it deals with like it sets up leading into the next film it sets up toy story 3 perfectly mm-hmm. absolutely perfectly yes. with the whole well the whole plot with stinky pete do? trying to convince him what are you gonna he do goes off to college yeah he's not gonna take you on his honeymoon Woody, he's not gonna, he's not gonna bring you to college. What are you gonna do? And then it goes into the end when he's like, you know, it's not gonna last forever, Woody. He's, you know, he's going off and he's gonna be doing this. Yeah, but we've got plenty of time. That's a long ways away, and I'll have my friends with me to get along and boom, get, here to it get is. by. Speaking of leading into Toy Story three, let's jump into it. Yes, jump into it. So, Dive. So Toy Story three, it's it's my highest score. I'll just I'll spoil that because it is the best made film like it got me the most emotionally at that time in my life lined up with andy's Mm. and these toys i'd been following it you know i was with them it was a perfect conclusion to an dare i say a perfect trilogy or as close to one as rotten tomatoes would agree with you uh there's one trilogy i put ahead of it but i don't even think i can compare them because one dark night trilogy yeah but 
I'm not. How do I know you were going to say that? Because it's great. Uh, I'd have to say the Spider-Man trilogy with Sam Raimi. Yeah, they're fine. Maybe that's fifth. But just I just finished watching the the third one. The animation, the (laughs) animation was top-notch. The story was great. It dealt with a lot of human elements. Like, what do you do when you get older and you have to move on from something like a career? It deals with like retirement. That Sunnyside was like a retirement home. And it deals with that and the struggles oh, of, of not wow. being played with. And, and well, what do I do after my kids How are gone? How did I not oh, think of it grandkids. that way? And because think of this. <sighs> Andy was like their kid. Like they were all in a parental role, at least what he was. And then you, you just blew it was my mind with his mom. Andy's mom was dealing with Andy leaving just like Woody was dealing with him leaving. Now, where do we go from here? Oh, I'll still see him probably every now and then. But what do kids give you? Grandkids. And what's great about grandkids? You get to see them, but they go home. That's like a, it's an old person joke. Like, what's the best thing about grandkids? They go home at the end of the day. Yeah. No, but that's what it is at daycare. They go home at the end of the day and you get to just rest and relax. And it's retirement. Not it's a retirement home. Not if you're in the home. caterpillar room. True. <laughs> but it's, it's, it Oof. deals with that moving on to like a, a grandparent I'm so glad you blew my mind with that. No analogy. problem. Because I never thought like Sunnyside daycare, like Sunnyside. It, it sounds like a retirement yeah. home. Sunnyside, and you got Lotso. He's Lotso's old. He has the a cane. War, the, he's old. He's got the cane, and he's like, uh, how would you say it? He would be like if a guy got put in a retirement home, or if a guy went to a retirement home and just what? I don't know. I'm, I'm losing track of my own. All point. right. But the story basically he took movie, over the retirement home and started bossing all the elderly people around. That's you know basically what it, is? what it is. He was Ben Stiller's character in Happy Gilmore. Axel. Uh, elaborate. People. Never seen it. Okay, well in Happy Gilmore, Adam Sandler's grandma loses her house, so she moves into her retirement home, headed by. It's a cameo appearance, but Ben Stiller, and he's like the head of it, and deals with all of them. When he meets Happy. And the grandma, for the first time, he's acting all nice, like, we're going to take great care of your grandma. And then as soon as Happy leaves, he's really mean to the old people. Like, grandma, here's a line. Grandma's like, oh, can I have a glass of warm milk? It helps to put me to sleep. And then he goes, you can have a warm glass of shut the hell up. Now you will go to sleep, or I will put you to sleep. You're in my house now, grandma. (laughs) It's funny. (laughs) But that's like Lasso. He acts all like welcoming, like, yeah, to get him there. Welcome and then as soon as they're gone, it's, hey, listen, you look me in the eye, I run this place. And I'm bitter because of things. You don't need to know. Oh, Louis toys get played with all the time around here. Yeah. And it's like a, yeah. It's a social commentary on retirement homes. No. <laughs> or, de- or camps. Because then you get like the, the classic married couple that comes in. They're younger, but they're also in touch with the elderly. And they're like, you know what? We know what this need in Barbie and Barbie Ken, and they Ken. have a nice little thing, and they bring it back. So, having said all that, emotional, it got me to cry a little bit, mm-hmm. not as much as I wanted to, because I watched it in the cafeteria. <laughs> having said all that... Let it out. There's nothing wrong with showing your emotions in I public. I did a little, but the score I gave it... I do the same thing, so I'm a hypocrite, so... And I did this because I didn't want to put it too far ahead of the other ones. <laughs> So I just, each one, I gave one more than the last. So I gave this one a 97. Um, are you done? I am. <laughs> not, not to be condescending. Well, you are. No. Uh, <laughs> well, you are. 
Toy Story 3, I'm going to go through my rundown of the, the important tiers from most important to Especially least. Especially the ones in, in your eyes one. right now. Yeah. Get it? <laughs> I got it. That's a good one. <laughs> Thank you. Characters take the spotlight again. Emotional impact at number two because of the ending, because of the feelings it elicited from seeing them all go down together into those, into that uh, hell, literally. Almost literally, yeah, um, the fire. The storytelling, which is uh, fed by the characters, fed by the emotional impact. It amplifies it and makes it better. The visual style, which wasn't as important this time around, because let's face it, as these movies get more and more down the line, the visual style, the impressiveness of it, kind of loses its luster. And in my opinion, oh, I, and it, you get an increased focus on the characters, especially in the third movie, because you care about them a lot more. You grew up with them, you know? Yeah, it's a subconscious thing, though, because you're, you're like... this. Is it, and because it looks so good, you you don't even notice it. Cause you're it's like, oh, it's because it's, it's not because distracting. The animation back then was so impressive and new and revolutionary. As we move in, as we've moved on, we've seen films like Lord of the Rings come out with absolutely awesome uh, CGI motion capture. You got Pixar's new movies that have come out since Toy Story three Brilliant. and since Toy Story four or even before. You've kind of been desensitized to the impressiveness of the animation slightly. You just expect it slightly. You kind of expect it, so it kind of loses its place on the tier. Music at the bottom for me, even though it's still good, and that's a con for me. I've grown to like Randy Newman and his music. It's a good song. He's real repetitive. But the thing about Randy Newman's songs is that they he sings it comically with the way he sings yeah. but the lyrics mean something very on the, the lyrics nose, mean though. something they are on the nose i know there's a joke about in family guy but one of the cons for me was the overuse of music like almost okay. they call yeah. it mickey mousing in the movie business where you have a sound effect or a little flourish for every single little movement when you say that when I as they're running across <laughs> I, like I get what you're saying now yeah it's a little bit too much but i still enjoy it you know yeah now going on moving on moving on your score my score no oh okay moving on Pros within and, this yeah, oh, yeah moving on ahead. within sorry i that's just the way i did yeah, it yeah that's good Number one. <laughs> <laughs> did i say <laughs> <laughs> no um where should I start? At the very beginning. A it's very good like place I, to start. Moving away from Toy Story 2, it moves perfectly into this one, like I said. Into a conclusion. It, it, it's a concluding we arc. We never need this another Toy Story third, movie again. This is the third part of one story. It concludes perfectly. The second movie goes very naturally into this one, and that has to yeah. do with what we talked about. Where, excuse me. You're excused. Um, They waited. The crew, the the studio waited. I don't know if they did this intentionally. They did until the perfect time to release this movie for absolute impact, emotional impact, because this meant something to me and you and every other person who was getting out of high school and going into college at the time. It meant something. Yes. It brought out nostalgic feelings for the film, and that's why I put emotional impact right at the top as well. But the story grew with the audience, and this is absolutely crucial to the success of this movie and sticking the landing on an on a final act. It's crucial. 
that they did that, that it ended up that way. The story, whereas the other stories were very simplified in a way, mm -hmm. Toy Story 1 and 2, kind of one simple. Deeper. This one's deeper and more complex, not only just because they added on stuff between the feelings that we have with the toys, but also just the feelings we have with Andy, too. Him yeah. going through the same thing as us, like you talk about. And this was um, the one that had... Excuse me. Andy as a character the most. Like, we yeah. saw him the most. Yeah. He had some act. Well, not active, but he had a bigger... He was more, not in he Toy resonated Story 2 more. He resonated more with us because we're adults at that, at that point. Yeah. <sighs> we're adults at that point. We're not kids. As kids when we're watching Toy Story, we're not looking for, like, symbolic things. We're not, like, thinking, oh, Andy's just like me. I went to cowboy camp, like, I didn't think of it that way. I didn't I, relate to Andy when I watched Aunt Toy Story 1 and 2, but oh, seeing I 3, did. I relate to him because we're going through the same stages in life. And you think back, oh, wow, we really did grow up with Andy in these yeah. films, didn't we? And that's I how remember I always can wanted to that. take a toy. I remember being told, hey, you can't j pick one. I remember going, not to cowboy camp, but I remember going off to summer camp for a week. And wanting to be like, oh, I want to take every, but I, I got to pick something, but I don't want to pick something that people are going to make fun of me for, for bringing. So I'll just, I'll bring this and I'll just stay in my bag. And then he does nothing. But no, I, and then college. I like how it touches upon that relationship between a toy and its owner. Yeah. How the toy doesn't, the owner doesn't realize that what it says and what it does with its toys actually impacts them. Words like, hurt. They don't know, like the, you're, they're just junk. Like they took it to heart, literally. That made hurt their feelings, yeah. really. But it touches on that kind of a one-sided relationship in a way, kind of. Because it has to be. The toys aren't going to talk to them. Yeah, they can't. They're not allowed. They, I mean, it's taboo. Could. It's a taboo. It's one. It's just a rule. It's a. Film it's an rule. unwritten rule. It is. But and that's the rule you'll have to break <laughs> if you want to get away from Sid. <laughs> I know it touches on it. It goes further on the themes of like, what is the toy's purpose? Especially with Woody's like absolute adamance. We need to go back to Andy. Andy needs you. He was putting you in the attic. You kind of get the flip side of that with uh, Lotso. Lotso hugging bear. Lotso hugging bear. But uh, yeah, I mean the animation is gorgeous. As we said, it gets better and better. See, but Barbie and Ken were a highlight. Oh, they're absolutely. a pro. Michael, Michael Keaton, Keaton is a highlight. Absolutely. Fantastic performance, but brilliant. Just the perfect closing chapter. There's very there's some cons, and I'm gonna say there are some cons with this, which I just said. Yeah, very Let little. me repeat myself a hundred times. Yeah, why don't Buzz's you? regression. Even more see, I didn't see it. No, I mean I really didn't see he it. He is still he you know what? Let me let me just say this. He doesn't regress, I guess. He the way it regresses is that is that it introduces yet another fake buzz moment with him getting reset where it's not really him it's him physically but it's not him up here but i think they had to do that to give him something to do I otherwise what does he do he leads the church just adds this like, is an, what he does like the this is, iron man versus ooh, captain america conflict. this is the thing i wanted to tell you you saw the short small fry yeah with the little buzz yeah this is what buzz. should have happened Okay, I'm getting to it. This is the idea I thought okay. of on the way here, alongside the toys actually dying thing. Um, 
<gasps> I got it. No, he gets okay, discovered. Go ahead. He gets discovered in the snack bar. You know, when they're they're gambling with the old yeah, guess, yeah, yeah, guess yeah. the animal game, which is that's another pro in my book. That's very funny. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but he gets strapped down to the chair. Whatever. He's getting take him. To, he, they took him to the library. Okay. <laughs> so Buzz, before they reset him, he actually manages to escape. Maybe they actually. Maybe he does what he did in Toy Story One, where he or. Yeah, when his wings flop out. Flop out. What are you talking about? His wings... My wings ain't what they used his to be. <laughs> they're they're flaccid. They're days. flaccid. <laughs> his, <laughs> I can't get my wings up anymore. <laughs> they're drooping his, with style. Oh, no. It's hanging to one side. Oh. <laughs> okay. No, his wings... Half the time, I only get one side up at a time. I can't never get both of them up anymore at the same time no more. Is that how he talks too? Yeah, Is this Lotso we're talking about? He was reset to Southern dialect. But no, they have him strapped down. His wings pop open, cut the tape. He does another acrobatic sequence. He climbs up, goes up through the vents again. And then as he's running through the vents and escaping, he falls down into the storage room in small fry meets the small happy meal toys gets trapped i think this would have been too much of a no 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 it would work perfectly and it would have retained buzz's identity without resetting him i'm gonna go on record i'm not finished i'm agreeing to disagree but i want you to finish oh but it would have been so good and the whole thing it would have been him wanting to escape from the small the the support group which would have been hilarious to put it in the feature film because then more people would have seen it yeah, have him being involved in the support too many group more new characters no i think hold on i'm getting there okay he his whole thing is i need to get out of this aa meeting essentially <laughs> to yeah. get back to the kid the to the toys in the caterpillar room to tell them listen lotso's corrupt he's running this this thing like a prison he's keeping us over here on purpose we need to get out of here. This, and once again, what he was right. We need to get out of here. Um, that's his whole thing about wanting to leave the support group. And he actually ends up doing it in the same way as in the short. But that's his motivation. And he maintains his character. He doesn't get reset. He doesn't turn into a blank slate again. Brainwashed by Lotso. Any of that. You don't. Ha- you lose the Spanish thing. I actually really like the Spanish thing. You I thought it was actually, great. You could work in the Spanish thing. You See, could then work that'd be it too in. Much, one or the other. No, but it would have been implemented fine, though. Can I... Let me... But look, if you do the small fry thing, then you're getting the same thing as Toy Story 2 did. Another buzz that's different. Yeah, but it would it's have been much. a mirror that at that point. It would have been like a ring it. theory thing. I don't like it. It would have been cool. I like... And then little tiny buzz could have been added into the ensemble. Almost, and you could have had a little comic relationship between Big Buzz, Little Buzz, and somebody. Jesse could have taken leadership in Buzz's absence and gotten the other toys in trouble, and that's how they get locked away in in their little prison. All right, instead I mean, of Buzz, I, I, you I, following me? I'm following you, and it could all coalesce I, the same way. I'm glad they didn't. Do and you that, could have though. Buzz escape. Tell them. What Lotso's up to, and then Buzz in that moment gets captured and gets reset to default mode or whatever. And then at the end, when they're trying to escape the prison, whatever, you have the little Happy Meal toys joining in and helping them out, like the toys coming to life against Sid. I'm not. I don't. 
they could have came I don't, and they could have helped. That's too much of the same thing. And I get that we like the nostalgia. They could have done their part, though. It would have integrated them know. in. It would have done the same thing as Toy Story 2, integrated them into the main plot. You see what I'm saying? I here? mean, they probably would have done it and it would have worked. But it, what they did, it would have been more like fun was, that way, in my opinion. Yeah, but this movie wasn't trying to have fun. It was trying to be good, sentimental. It was an end. It wasn't I, supposed it, to it be. It would have had such a great mix, though. It would have been such a great well, mix because I mean, those are toys that lost their way too. Those we kind of got ones. that in Toy Story Four, and look what happened. We didn't really like it. Well, that's because what well, it's a different context yeah, in that sense. I guess. But anyway, another thing. What's Lotso's motivation? I didn't quite get it. I mean, he I didn't have I didn't have the time rejected. to sit down and really think like what it, he was rejected. Well, at least he thought he was. I mean, I get the so basics of it. So he took control of everything, so that wouldn't happen. But ever. why did he do that? So then he, he wasn't doing he, it to be altruistic and to keep other toys from experiencing happiness. Why was he being such a control freak and putting himself at the top? Like because well, he had no control why would, before, and he mm, just wanted it. So he's like, "Hey, I can control this. I was left and then replaced. That's not going to happen again." I'm going to keep replacing kids. I'm going to go to a daycare. Or is he... he flipped it. And this is an interesting thing that goes into Toy Story 4. He was... He used to be... Daisy's favorite toy, really, yeah. right? Yeah. Her, her. That's why she replaced him. He was her favorite toy. And if he'd have seen And he that. got replaced. And we talked a little bit about maybe if she actually picked him up on the doorstep. Like, maybe they rang the doorbell and then went... Like and they would have been like, and then what? she picked him up and Who was like, "Ew, hell? gross! I have a new bear. I don't Who want this anymore." The hell rang this doorbell and, and dropped my lost toys here. I mean, thank you, but this is some ghost shit. You're staying outside. I liked the. I kind of like the idea of the two lotsos, not having them meet, but that's he just. He looks something. out the window, just like <laughs> sucker. I get that he's jaded, and I just don't. I'm. Doesn't like kids. But I like he does. what you said. He had no control, but, but now in this place control. he does, and he controls everybody. Right. Bo Peep's absence is a thing. RC's absence is a con. Yeah, that was. Like we said, they could be in the bottom of the toy chest, They're but they not. could have showed up. We now know what happened to Bo Peep. We know. <laughs> we know. And I'll get to that in the next. Hashtag one. justice for RC. <sighs> yep. Yeah. Okay. Fine. So what's I'll your score? You have it. Ninety-eight. 98, good. I, 98. I debated it going back, it's but a like very, I said. It's such a perfect closing act. Yes, it really it is. is, and it should have stayed that way, really. Yeah, well, I mean, so that's all the Toy Stories. We can move on to the final. <laughs> oh, nope. Nope. According to my notes, there's a Toy Story 4. Okay. So, do we yeah, we just talked give about it last week. We don't need to go as in-depth. I'm not going to go as in-depth, but... But just the I'm, stuff. Right. We, we already know what we don't like about it, but I want to... Reiterate, end up going this anyway, was but. unnecessary. Now, sometimes unnecessary is good. Like like your ice cream analogy. Yeah, we definitely don't need it, but I'm going to have it and I'm going to enjoy it. This one was... This was, I, mean, I don't need it and I don't want it. Yeah, like I'm full. Unless it's going to be like real good. But I just feel they, they tried to cram too many storylines and... It didn't work for me. Like, one of the biggest things, and then I'll get to a smaller thing that I thought of, but just what they did with Buzz and how they handled that because the toys were still looking to him and they sent him out on his own. Like, they should have, when he was like, well, the inner voice, they should have looked at each other and like, what? 
are you doing and what happened to you? You're not fit. Why don't you know what? You stay here, buddy. Get some rest. Jesse, why don't you go get Woody? Well, that kind of go, go get a Woody, go Jesse. <laughs> yeah. Go get him. Will you go get him with Buzz? Get but make him. it seem like it's Buzz's idea, but it's, it's you. You lead it, will you please? And then she'd have been like, yeah! It's the prospector! You <laughs> want a matcha! <laughs> and then her head explodes. <laughs> and then it gets sewn on by like, Andy. Oh no, my toy. <laughs> Marie Antoinette and her little sister. Oh. <laughs> I Full haven't circle. even gone through my top three top. I don't even want to talk three. about... Oh, the other thing, minor. But why didn't Bonnie's parents take her to the carnival they stopped there why didn't they go there well i think she took we don't see it but she did when dad's having a little episode yeah but that's the only reason why stop there tease her with a carnival not have the intent they Mm -hmm. took hey why don't we go to the antique store because she did go there right she did she left her backpack why would you take a kid these parents are so out of touch because first i would take my kid to an antique store at that age i guarantee you what is she four or five a, a road trip is not something they're really wanting to do. It, it's boring for them to be in a vehicle that's moving. Yeah, she has all of her toys, but... That doesn't stop parents from taking their kids... I know, but she was excited to, like, about Disney it. Like, she whatnot. doesn't even know what a road... That's an end goal. They're just going on a road trip. They're not saying, hey, let's go to Fanto that's World. That's fine. Fanto it's not World. Fine. Fantastic World. There's no end goal for them. They're let's go drive around and stop at places. And she's like, that. So, why, Dad? No, I want. Uh, uh-uh. I'd rather just stay here with all my toys and my video games. You're taking she me don't away have no from video this. games. I know. She has a computer. And it's just dumb. There's no. If they just said, let's go on a road trip, and I don't know, maybe we'll stop at Pizza Planet. Or no. They went <laughs> on a road trip and stopped for the night at the Grand Basin, which would. Where they stopped, by the way, that's the name of the place. We couldn't figure. I'm out just last saying, time. there was no motivation, no reason she should have been that excited. Cause to her, oh, a road trip, we're gonna go drive around. Instead of we're going to Disney World, we're taking a RV to get there. Yeah, I'm looking forward to something. What is she looking forward to? I'm gonna sit back here. I get to be unbuckled. That's it. That's all I'm gonna say about it. Really? Buzz should have been like reset and shut off. Oh, Buzz off. is one of the worst parts of the film. Yeah, having said all that, <laughs> I gave it a 73. Wow. Yeah. Ooh. I was real bitter about it. Really? So if we were doing the mathematics, I would have brought it down. A 73? Yeah, 73. That's a C. It's a little too high, I know. No. You're, oh my <laughs> God. I'm going to call you Joel. Talking about The Last Jedi over there. I would be honored to be called Joel. Speaking of Joel, speaking thank of Joel, you again, the uh, voice, Polly. the voice of our of our podcast, doing our intros. Which thank you again, Joel. We appreciate that. He, Joel Powie, that's P A A U W E, got it right. And he he's a freelance voiceover guy. So if you need a good voice for something, he can also act on screen. I don't know if he wants me to tell you that, but he's a good actor. He did some theater in high school. He did a film that I directed, wrote, and produced. He was really good in that. And he just wants to do some some voiceover work for you. So if you have a podcast, you want an intro, if you want to have him as a guest, he's a good voice. And he's talented. He's funny. He's creative. He's the voice of the Grand Valley State University marching band. And he's great at that. Big booming voice for it. <laughs> and he can adapt he his fun. voice to do whatever you want him to. And he's easy to work with. He's, and he's a fun. chameleon. He is a chameleon. And get this. 
There was something else I was going to say about yeah. him. Uh-huh. Oh, he does trivia, too. He's a trivia host, so he has experience working with his Check voice. out his Facebook. He posts where he does trivia every week. And if you're in the area, go check him out. We Anyway, back to Toy Story. Thank you, Joel. Thank you, I gave Joel. it a 73, and that's all I'm going to say about okay, it. Okay, I'm going to say a lot about it. You can tell that Disney had, an, a, not to say it in a negative way, an agenda with the film where they wanted to pivot over to the this uh, this this direction in Hollywood where we're having more diversity, we're showing women in a positive way, we're showing them in a powerful way. We're, we're going to give them more agency in the story and in the writing. And you saw that with Rashida Jones being a part of the story or a script of this movie before she left the project. <clears throat> or she was involved, not she didn't co- not the script, but the story. She gets a story credit. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you see that kind of being, uh, there's a co-writer, screenwriter. There's yeah. Andrew Stanton with, um, I'm so sorry, I don't know what her name is, but it's a, a woman co-writer and you can see you can see that direction what they're going with in this movie whether or not they did it successfully with the way that the other characters were treated in the overall story i'm not sure how i feel about it just yet some people probably love it some people probably disagree with it some people probably disagree with it way too harshly but now i don't actually mind the whole legacy characters being used to springboard this new diverse initiative. I think the idea they're going for is doing it naturally instead of a hard cut like we were advocating for. They're trying to integrate them. They're trying to a curve, you know, not just a steep cliff, but a curve into this new focus on female characters and representation. I don't know if they, I'm on the fence about how they did it in this movie. Um, at some points, you're taking away from Woody and his character and his agency by, you know, making him irrational because of the con, the conflict of the movie. They're and dumbing to down get the dudes. But in this film, and I'm trying to like two sides it here, hmm, for her Dent. to to for her to know what she's doing to become the leader in that moment, it makes sense because she's more familiar with the area. She's knows what it's like being a smart. Oh, a smart toy, a lost toy. She, and as you said, he's focused on finding Forky. He's getting, he's irrational. He's not thinking straight. And that's why he does the things he does. The movie that you were talking about, Lamp Life, that should have been in the movie. Yeah, but it's... It should it, have been a really, flashback sequence no, it in the movie. Because it was just really Why repetitive. not? We get a flashback through song that all with we needed Emily for her? and... All we needed no, for her we needed to was know the beginning, the opening. She got taken. No, and then no. she could have said, yeah, I've been passed along and I'm sick of sitting in the But it would have been nice to get, uh, maybe. All, let me just tell I you. I agree with that, but I also think it could have been is, done It could have been done with a song and dance uh, yes, flashback. All Lamp what she Life is, is just like a 10 minute of her sitting in a room, not being played with. And her just saying over and over again, I needed to move on. It, it's not good. You don't need to watch oh, it. I need, I'm need. i still going to watch it. It's really repetitive and I don't. It's. Um, 
Okay, let me just go through my pros. Okay. Strong intro I, with the with the flashback intro. That's a very beautiful. strong intro. The animation is absolutely gorgeous. It's a character study into Woody's purpose without having Andy around anymore. Him looking after Bonnie, seeing that as his only thing. Um, being a lo- What does being a lost toy mean? Like, that's touched on in Toy Story 1. I'm a lost toy. Yeah. But <laughs> this is what it is. This kind of delves into the lost toy community and how lost toys live in a way with yeah. Bo Peep. Uh, Woody trying to maintain relevance. I like that. Bunny and Ducky. Hilarious. The plush rush winner, chi- winner, winner chicken dinner. Very funny. Love them. Uh, I like that the road trip takes us out of the Tri-County area for once. To we the go, Quad we County. Go to, we go somewhere else. We go to the Grand Basin. We have a different setting. I like the inclusion of the antique toys, something you don't get that much in the other films. Right, yeah. That's a nice little touch. These older toys. You didn't delve into the older, like the dollies from the 50s or no. the, the ventriloquist well, dolls. from the 50s. Well, Woody is, but then he's like the only one. And these are based off actual, like, yeah. what would actually be toys. Yeah. Like a that. generic doll with yeah. a pull string and mm-hmm. the, the, the dolls. That's I, the, the dumbest. Yeah. Benson. What's his face? Feels more like a Happy Meal toy. Duke Kaboom. Duke Kaboom. Canada. Not the strongest performance from Keanu, but. And. I actually like Forky. I like Forky's arc. I like that he becomes a relevant character in the end. He becomes a serious, somewhat serious character after he learns about Andy and what it means to be Bonnie's trash. Um, I guess. I like that, you know, they have that scene where Woody's telling him the instructions. Don't, his eyes don't Google. That shows that he's paying attention. He's serious. No, they don't Google. They just bing. Uh, okay. <laughs> I was just... I like it. it shows it's uh it's the power of imagination that is such a thing, especially in the first movie with Andy, and in Toy Story three with him playing and imagining these scenarios. That's the whole thing. It goes of these to movies, it yeah. go, well. Forky is the physical manifestation of that a child's creativity, like giving a meaning and a relevance and a identity to a spork, with two sticks, with a broken tongue checker, and putty yeah. and pipe cleaner his arms you know it's her when you put it that way he doesn't bother me right he, but she's, he still really did it means something to her it might not mean something to you but to bonnie the character it means something fine what's your score 83 <clears throat> 83 respectable I put, for for the for the tiered layers on this film i put visual style at the top because that kind of, in this movie, it's kind of what stands out. The storytelling takes a backseat. Number two, emotional impact in the middle. Because you got Woody saying goodbye to, to all the other toys. Henry, um, Buzz at the end. Uh, you got characters in second. And I think you know why, where I'm going with that for a con. Yeah. The music is in, in on the bottom again, under characters. But yeah. they kind of... I put I wanted to put characters higher up because of Woody and how important he is. <clears throat> but it's amazing that this film turned it from an ensemble piece with Woody and Buzz being the stars to primarily focusing on Woody. Yeah. Like Woody's at like even in the beginning, the first shot before you get the the Toy Story logo is Andy holding up Woody. Or right after the Toy Story logo, it's Woody, yes, right in yeah. frame, just Woody. Where we, and at the end, with Bonnie's name on his foot. 
And there, yeah. and you know, you kind of—I didn't notice this at first, but you kind of get that uh, feeling that he's been sitting there, not being played with for a while, because you yeah, see the montage of her months. playing, but he's still sitting there as the yeah. camera rotates. She didn't keep her promise to Andy. No, to take care of him. And that's that's why I gave it a lower. So obviously, that's why I gave it such a lower score is because. It doesn't follow through with what happened in the last movie. It's not consistent with what happened. You know? It's just so detached. I mean, you have this idea that... <clears throat> it feels like a spin-off. The last song in Toy Story 3 is We Belong Together. We and at the end... At the end of this movie, you split Woody up from the rest of the toys. We should split apart. And in Toy Story 3, Bonnie thinks Woody is such a special toy. Like, she goes to reach out for him because she found the cowboy in her mind out in front of Sunnyside. My cowboy. And then she goes to grab it. He's like, recoils. She's really sad. But... They don't follow. Then in the next movie, they don't movie, follow through, don't with, follow through with it either. I mean, then he becomes a, a thing that sits and watches the other toy plays. Toys play from the from either the seat that he's on or from the closet. Yeah. Um. I, I. Toy Story three is about staying together. Yeah. And then in this one, you split them apart. Like what? Why? It doesn't. Got to do something different for the sake of doing something different. <clears throat> I also feel that. Woody and Bo's relationship isn't exa- isn't quite earned. It's a little forced. It's it's well, not a lot forced. Forced, but it doesn't. It's not built up naturally. Like you don't get it from the other movies. You don't get his relationship. You don't get that he feels that strongly about Bo from the other movies, especially Toy Story three, when they're going like, okay, let's do a roll call of all the toys, yeah. and then he says, and someone's like, Bo Peep, I think it's Rex. He's like, yeah, I know we've lost a lot of toys along the way. Peep, he's like, yes, Bo Peep. Yeah, and it, you don't feel that he had this sort of relationship with her from that in Toy Story no, Three. They you had, know? there was little snippets in one and two, right? And right. Like, I just feel it should have been built up better, and especially yeah. RC's build up and absence. I agree with you on that. He should have been a part of the movie. Yeah. Like you could have had him being a lost toy with her, her. vehicle. Yeah, instead of the I think skunk. that would have been cool. That would have worked better. <clears throat> but yeah, I'm giving it in a. 83. 83. And I think the top con was that I wrote down was degrades the integrity of the previous trilogy. Yes, that's the words I'm looking Those are the words I'm looking for. A little bit. It does. It does. I can't you. I can't you. I can't you. Throw yourself away. I can't you. I can't you. I can't you. I can't you. Throw yourself away. So I'm going to go on to my three best moments now. Okay. And then I'll, I'll do mine. Yeah. yeah. So you've touched on all your worst moments. I think you can just move on if you have a top three best moments. So number three best moment, the RC street chase for the moving truck. Okay. Even though it doesn't really make a lot of sense how he's going so fast, it's still great. And it was the part that I remember as a kid loving and wanting to just skip ahead to rewatch again. I just it was awesome and exhilarating and funny and just it I loved it. Number two. And this uh this is another one of those that was the thing that I remembered from the movie. The Toy Story Two opening scene. I just I love how it starts in that same idea of it you're it's uh not the reality that the toys are in. It's um 
literally virtual this time, but it changes with the times as video games start to get bigger. And then it has the twist where it's, it's just a video game. It's very cool. And all the Star Wars references and just how so much it's different and it's fun. It's just really cool. All the little elements are really cool. And the number one, and this is just by default, essentially, the number one best moment, the one that brought the tears. So long, partner. Woody's so long, partner. <clears throat> Woody's so long? And Toy partner? Story 3, when he says so long, partner. Hmm. And then he introduces the I really the teed toys. you up for something there, but you didn't catch it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Woody, my Woody's so long, yeah. partner. Hey, <laughs> okay. I was trying to be emotional. I know. I no, got but then, you. But before that, you get the Andy's. You know the thanks guys. So long, partner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Hey, Buzz, y'all gonna meet these new? That doesn't sound like him at all. But those are wow. my three best moments. Okay. Do you have three best? I have three best moments. Let I'm gonna say that. under the tr- under the van at the gas station with oh. the with the. With the fisticuffs yeah. and the wisecracking back and forth, or more more on Woody's side. But I love, I love sarcastic Woody. Yes. I love that performance. Tom he Hanks's peaked. performance is so funny. Yes, it's like, oh yeah, well you <laughs> so good. Like maybe just Toy Story annoyed, one is my the annoyed favorite. performance versus the ignorant obliviousness of <laughs> nonchalantness Buzz of Lee. Buzz being. Uh yeah, I'm a real I'm a real space ranger. It's funny. It is I, I love that. Yeah, I laugh at it every time. Me too. Or I like to think I do. Yeah, that sure. made sense, didn't it? it uh, number two. I don't know. Number two. Let me think. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna say. I gotta remember to do this for the next franchise. I have three, three best, three to worst. Um, I do like. Uh, I always remember from when I was a kid from Toy Story One, when he turns his head, when he talks to Sid, we when the toys come to the life. Exorcist moment. Also, the trucks chase. Tr- with is the, that your number one? No, my number. Oh. One, okay, second favorite. I guess I'll make I'll make this one from Toy Story two. You know, I really like the Emily when flashback. Love me. That really it is touching. It's it emotional. Touching. It's very well done. I really like it. It yeah. means something. It's yeah, I like it. It makes you feel something. <sighs> number three, actually, well, number, number one. one. You're right. Right. Best moment. Ah, best moment when they're going down into the fire mm. together. Powerful. Powerful moment. Powerful. You get Buzz with that expression like I'm lost. I, we just... can't do anything, Jesse. So just take my hand. We'll if we're gonna we're gonna die together. We're if we're gonna die, we're gonna do it together. Yeah. And when he does it to Woody, especially knowing their history, knowing their friendship and what had developed what have what has developed since Toy Story One and having that mo that it's so meaningful. It it means something. And it does make you feel Yes. It's, now, I love that scene. Yes, it is. It's, that it's, does get me. That wonderful. got me in the theater. It got me oh, when yeah. I watched it It'll this time. It'll always get me. That moment for me will always get me just like the portal scene from Endgame will always get me and how 
No, just knowing Tony Stark's moment in Endgame will yeah, get me. Always. Knowing that they're going, if they don't do something, they're going to meet their doom. And they come to terms with that in that moment. And just seeing them trying to claw their way back up and knowing how useless it is yeah. at the time. And then having to come to terms. It just, it, it means it. It means something. Yeah. So now I'd like to move on to a little thing I like to call the end of the year awards. The end of the franchise awards. This is something that <clears throat> it's like in basketball and football and any sport, at the end of the year they give awards. Defensive player of the year, sixth man of the year, all that stuff. So I did that because I'm a sports guy. And I did it for movies because I'm a movies guy. So for the defensive toy of the year award, the honor goes to, and I don't really have an explanation except he needed to win an award, Buzz Lightyear. He just always seemed like he was he was there to provide a good defense and which award is this again the defensive toy of the year award okay i agree yeah yeah for the sixth man of the franchise award this is the best supporting why why did i do this like the oscars (laughs) instead of i don't know it doesn't matter i'm stuck in it now sixth man of the franchise award for that that toy that's just always there when you need somebody reliable off the bench to go on an adventure with you and nobody deserve. I mean, a lot of toys deserve. It? A lot of toys deserve this award, but I gotta. Who go is with- it? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go with my guy. Got it, Bob Audi. Oh. Slinky Dog, baby. I had a Slinky Dog, and I loved it. That was one of my favorite toys of all time. The most improved toy of the year. This is the guy. Definitely not Buzz. Who no? Whose arc just his character development just got better. He became more important. He became funnier, and. Just from the first one, just a lot better. He got his own arc in number two, Rex. Okay. And um. honorable mention, I had to do this, Jesse. What? Because look. What are where, you talking about? Look, look where she started in two. Mer to okay, and now look at her. She's a leader and she's the sheriff. Coach of the year. Yeah, but that this, wasn't established. Well yeah, enough. well, it's still coach of the year, and this is for uh, not within the movie universe. It's the cat the crew member of the year you know what we shit on him all the time but let's be honest he's the backbone of this randy franchise randy newman yeah you got a friend to me you, you got, got a friend to me. me all right i like peaches and i like cream <laughs> i like them together if you know what, what i mean <laughs> <laughs> I got the peaches and she got the cream. (laughs) (laughs) She's got a friend in me. So the Tri-County All-Area MVP Award, baby. There's nobody else that deserves it more than this guy. Randy Newman again. Wow, he's stealing away. He's running away with him. No, he's the guy. He's the toy that's always there. He's loyal. He's always going to have your back as long as you have his. Woody. Woody. We know Toy Story was created for Woody. And that brings me to my big surprise soon. Oh, I'm so nervous. I don't like doing that in front of people. Let's do the Finn score, and then I'll do the surprise. Okay. (laughs) So I'm just going to list my emotional impact score, storytelling characters, visual style, and then you just give me your Finn score because you did it differently. Yeah. So as a whole, the franchise... I'll get on the same page for the next one. There we go. The emotional impact that the whole franchise had on me... And these are like the attributes, like in a video game, that make up the entire franchise. 90. 
is a 90. And the only reason it's a 90 is because of Toy Story 4 bringing it down. The storytelling, and again, all these are so low because of Toy Story 4. <laughs> but uh, storytelling, just one of the best stories all throughout, except for 4. 92. And then I got characters. There, These are some of my favorite characters of all time in any movie. I had the toys. <laughs> what? <laughs> and then I gave it a 97. Really driven by the characters. It's a story of toys. <laughs> what? <laughs> and the visual style progressively got better. 86. 86. And that's only because, number one, it kind of brought it down to an 86. But it was... Progressively better. No, um, the music, eighty, just because Randy Newman started to really annoy me. But hey, he was the coach of the year award, which brings me to my <laughs> Finn score for the entire franchise. Are you ready? Let's hear it. We got a new number one on the list for me because of my Finn score, hmm. eighty nine. Ooh. And again, it would be in the nineties, but. Okay. So the big okay. reveal Finn score, 89. 89 for you. Are you keeping a running total? Or am no. I? For all the franchises, bro. Oh, yeah. We got an 89. It was an 85. 85 for I'll... Star Wars for the way we did it that time around. Mm-hmm. And we're counting that. It works. So, toys. Okay. No, what's your... What's First yours? of all, that rating for Star Wars does have to be higher in my own personal. If we're doing our own personal Finn scores, I we am can't gonna, go back. I'm, we're not going to go we back. We can't go back. It's I'll an just, 85. Disclosure, it's higher than an 85 in my book. Yeah, maybe. Excuse me. So what's your Finn um, score? I'm going to be generous and say for a total of Toy Story, the series, one through four, 90. 90, nicely done. 90. So we have. It would have been much higher, but Toy, Toy Story, Story 4. 4. Which uh, brings us. So that minus. T- it averages 10 out. 10 points. 89 and a half. 89 and a half. So we're going to round. We're going to round up. To 90. To 90. We got a new leader on the boards, ladies and gentlemen. Toy it's Story just- coming in at. A 90. You know, comparing this to Star Wars in the 85... This seemed anticlimactic. We should have some music. Like... <laughs> Maybe. But compared to Star Wars, just in terms of the numbers, 85 versus 90, rounding up, the Toy Story trilogy has better cohesiveness in a way. You get what I'm saying? Kind of. It's telling a story... And it flows more naturally, you know? Talking like an idiot over here. No, you're not. Toy Story tells a better flowing story than Star Wars does, in my opinion. Because Star Wars, you have... You have the prequels that are you have the Exactly. You ha- they're made in different time periods. They got different directors and creatives behind each one, especially with the sequel trilogy. There are parts of it <clears throat> that have been retroactively changed there's parts of it that have been forward uh, future actively tra- changed oh my word I'm just tired Spencer I am too we'll wrap I, it up here in a minute going off of that in terms of telling a cohesive flowing narrative that gets you 
which Toy Story still or Star Wars still. I got didn't me. cry during Star Wars. I at cried all ever. during Revenge of the Sith. I wear that as a badge of honor. He's actually I don't wearing care it what on his you shirt think. right now. He got it tattooed. I cried. At I cried three. during Episode Three. Anyway, Toy Story tells a really nice story. It means something. It grew up with the viewer, and that's why it's so special. I think I'm I like done. It. All right. <laughs> But holy shit. Holy moly. Pick what up, time is it? Look at that. Hey. Wait. Put that tape what is in the that? recorder. Put that what, tape in. What is in. this? What? Hold on a minute. For the listeners, you got. we have a... It's a, a little tape and an old-fashioned tape recorder. Hold on this a minute. This is weird. Hold on. Hold on. We got to put it in. It's old. How do you have... Why do you have a cassette player here just... I knew we would... Sitting I just, here like this. I knew we would need it. For this, so you, is there something you're not telling me? Okay, right, hold no, on a minute. Hold, no, wait a minute. You wait. Hit play. I hit, hit play it already. It started. Congratulations, agents. He thinks we're agents. Hold on, what else? This is Special Agent P. Codename the Voice. Our mission with Andy is complete. That a new franchise has been discovered. Well, it is kind a of is. Oh, property oh, given only to those point. qualified to take it on. The embassy has granted permission for me to give you the rank of double O with a license to podcast. What is that? Be warned, this franchise is believed to be armed and highly British. Double O's. The films are being sent as we speak. Whoa. Good luck and oh. Godspeed. We are also assigning you an agent to assist you on this mission. Oh. Agent 007. Bond. James Bond. James oh, this oh. is our. This is the. This is the new. So that's crazy. That's crazy. What, oh well. How long did you know? You brought that tape tonight. I, you didn't know what it meant. You told me ahead of the show, but we didn't want to give anything away. And then I had the recorder with a note that said, "You'll know when to use this." I forgot all about that. Honestly. Well, <laughs> I know, but you still brought the tape, luckily, and the, oh, apparently this old recorder No, works. I walked in with all the equipment, I set it down, wait, and wait, 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 we started wait, talking wait, about Wait, 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 it has a red light! <laughs> oh, it's just okay. a little one. <laughs> just Ow. a little puff of smoke. Yeah, that piece of the film in my eye, though. Or the, the, the tape, but Christian, you got, yep, a little bit of soot right there from the, from the explosion. So yeah, that, that guys, that, I didn't get out of the way. Well, I I guess this is being forced on us, but we we will accept, and we're gonna we do it. We accept the mission. I I've mean, never seen. I am honored that they trust us, the sequel men. But with wait this a minute, task. is there something more like the whole James Bond, or did it say specifically? Wait, wait. Or we did we stopped get to it pick? too early. We stopped it too early. No, it blew up already. I think we just well get now to pick. we'll never know. Then now we, we do make have our to own pick. fate. We, I think they were going to assign it to us. Okay, but let we me just randomly now. just the Daniel Craig ones. Okay, can we agree on that? I, that'll. Oh, you know what? This is actually perfect because No Time to Die is coming out in April. That's true. And if we start watching these, yes. and do it and release on our regular schedule, it'll lead up, kind of like yes. Star Wars did. Oh, that's that's okay. what we're doing. That's what the note meant. That's a good meant. plan. That is a good plan. It's. I'm glad you remembered to bring the tape. Well, thank you, the voice. Yeah, Agent P. Agent P. The voice. Who? I don't. Wow. Not real sure. You know, his voice uh, is familiar, but I don't something, know. Something was mixed up with their, with their with his voice a little bit there. A little bit of work done. But ladies and but, gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, that was Toy Story the series. 
And we're it was, bringing, a, it was a beautiful story, and we're coming to the end of our Toy Story. Here. I still can't get over the big reveal that just that just the happened. big reveal that just happened. I know it's it's well, crazy. Let's just do this. We're gonna we're finishing up Toy Story with this episode. We really hope you enjoyed listening to this final installment in the Toy Story series with Sequelman the podcast and our franchise wrap up for Toy Story. Um. Toy Story. <laughs> and no, just to clear, I, oh. I had such a good way to close it. Okay, go ahead. You're, no. you're editing this. What are you saying? You. S- oh, and just to clarify, Daniel Craig, the, those films include, so we're starting with Casino Royale, then Quantum of Solace, or Solace. How do you say that? Solace. Solace. Yep. And then Skyfall, Spectre, leading up to No Time to no Die. No Time to Die. And uh, we right. might, I'm not going to promise this, but we, we're going to maybe try to do what we did with Rise of Skywalker and record it live reactions right after. Yeah. And maybe be more official in the theater this time, tell them ahead of time, get a, a table with a sign, and maybe get some mm. other guests or something. Yeah. But yeah, I- That could be fun. I've never seen any of these. I've so, never seen any of them either. Which is going to be very cool to watch them for the first time and get to experience it for the first time and have fresh, fresh opinions. But what also is it's going to make it tougher to do like a scene by scene thing because I want to actually watch it and not miss anything. And I don't know if I'm going to watch these twice because they're probably longer. Yeah. I think they're two hours. It'll still be a same format, Mm -hmm. but maybe slightly exaggerated a little bit. Just whatever I remember. and. And we're, I think we're talking to the They're voice, be a lot Joel. More... Wait a minute. The voice, Joel, Agent P, Powie. Agent P. Do you think it was, no, it's our show. He wouldn't control us, would he? Would he? Would he? You know what? Buzz. <laughs> that, we'll talk to him. We're going to, we got to have him on the show to get to the bottom of this then. We do. He's got to be a guest well, at least once. Once. Probably twice. We're going to get, yeah. We gotta figure this out. We gotta figure out who recorded that tape. It's just it's weird that I mean, it lined up like this with no time to die. Yeah. No time to die. I'm excited. Yep. Yeah. Can you tell we're, my voice? Up. <laughs> we're we're very excited. <laughs> we're no, very, I am pumped. I've always wanted to watch these. I do too. But I never I'm, got around to doing it. I'm looking them. forward to it. I'm looking forward to having a, a franchise that we've never seen before. Like yeah. we've seen Star Wars, we've seen Toy Story. We know them front and back. We know them front and back. We're we haven't watched any of these ones, so I'm really interested to get a fresh perspective to dive deep into these films. Mm-hmm. And with that, do you have anything else to add, Spencer? Um, I thought I did. Um, there was one thing I had to say. I thought. I don't know. I don't have anything. All right. All right, everybody. Well, ladies, gentlemen, gentlemen, here we come to the end of our Toy Story. With the end of that, we move we move on into James Bond as we got from this mysterious tape leading up to No Time to Die with the Daniel Craig movies. And with No Time to Die coming up, we've got No Time to Lose. You can listen to us and our podcast on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Stay tuned with us. We want you to come back every week. So we hope you're enjoying the show. Me too. I'm enjoying the show. So they should enjoy the show too. And if you want to interact with us please do you you saw me i read two emails today and we we invite all emails good or bad really but if it's good i'm gonna read it or i'll be more likely to read it and you can do that 
You can email the show directly at sequelmen19 at gmail.com. Or you can follow us on Instagram at sequelmenthepodcast. Twitter at sequelmen19. And on Facebook at sequelmenthepodcast. Search it. And we're there. We post all of our, our... our episodes when they drop and sometimes there'll be a little sneak preview i'm we're we're gonna try to get better on that but sometimes always in that christian's busy and he edits and i suck so i don't help i'm not good at editing it anymore you don't suck no i'm I'm, and and what else is a special treat is if you guys want to give us a five-star review and help us to get up there on the old charts and get noticed and the best way to do that besides giving a five-star or writing a view which i will read on the show as tell people just tell people tell people that like movies tell people that like some comedy that's all I got oh um, <laughs> I'll, I'm gonna explain remember when you gave him a hint in the lap, last episode when you said for our next franchise it was Stormtrooper I get it now because Daniel Craig had a cameo as a Stormtrooper yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep that's true uh, the one who says I will tighten those restraints in the Force Wagons that's the one mm-hmm well, anyway, Christian, why don't you give us a cut off your new album to uh, to play uh, us to out? To play us out. We've there got it is. our final Randy Newman piece here to play us out. Spencer, we can't wait until the next one. That's right, Christian, because here at Sequel Men, the podcast, all films are created sequel. Take care. Love you guys. Thanks. Hashtag justice for RC.